You're listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music. Welcome to the eighth episode in the first season of CDS Paradigm. We're moving along on this. Yes. Uh, we got a lot of music to go through and some information that you may find to be very interesting. There's some, there's some uh, revolutionary situations taking place in the Sudan and the females, the ladies there 
uh, are on the forefront of this revolution. And then the also the other thing was interesting there in the Sudan, 60% of its population are under 30 years old right now. That's interesting, you know, which tell us, tells me uh, there's going to be some changes going to take place within the near future. <laughs> it's happening already right now. Um, you'll also, you'll hear along with what you just heard, which was the Count Basie Orchestra off of the album Afrique. And it's an album that is a collaborative situation with uh, Oliver Nelson, where Oliver wrote the compositions and arranged them and, of course, conducted the orchestra. And on the album, he wrote everything on there except for uh, three compositions. One was written by Pharaoh Saunders, one was written by Albert Eiler, and another one was written by Gabor Zabo. And, uh, but however, Oliver was the one that arranged them all. <laughs> so I trust you enjoyed that. Along with that, you're gonna hear, hear from Ray Blue, saxophone player. You'll enjoy him. You're going to hear from an open music project entitled Inner Route. Inner Route. Uh, you're going to hear uh, from uh, a vocalist who now lives in New Orleans. She's from. She was born or raised, born and raised, I believe, in New York, and she moved to California. You're going to hear from her. Her name is Camilla Rapazzo. Uh, you're going to hear from uh, Lonnie Smith, the, the organist, he's, who's now known as Dr. Lonnie Smith. I remember when he was just Lonnie Smith back in the 60s. Um, you're gonna, the, the, you're gonna, there's a PRI report that's going on that I'm going to be playing in regards to what is actually happening there in the Sudan. And the musicians are involved in this situation that's happening there in the Sudan. So you definitely want to hear that. Uh, you're going to hear from one of my favorite prolific spoken word artists, who's also a musician and vocalist, and that's Gil Scott Herring. Gil Scott Herring. You're going to definitely enjoy what that message is all about. And uh, you're going to hear from Freddie Hubbard. And then I'm probably going to close it out with a tune to pay homage to my Irish heritage, my Irish heritage, uh, Jackie Wilson. So uh, hang in there. Thank you again for tuning in. And we're going to continue on with a uh, piece that is written by Ray Blue and is off of his Transvision recording. And the name of the piece is the title track, Transvision, Ray Blue.
Yes, Ray Blue, Transvision. I really enjoyed that tune. That's one of uh, my favorites off that Transvision album of Ray Blue's. The name of the piece was Transvision off of his CD, Transvision. Right after that, you heard Inner Route. The name of the CD, Formation, F-O-R-M-A-T-I-O-N. Formation is the name of the CD, Inner Route Formation. On that, you heard the trumpet player Rick Savage, who also plays flugelhorn. You heard Joe Vincent Tranquina on piano, Bill McCrowson on acoustic bass, and Michael D'Agostino. D'Agostino, Michael, good drummer. I've played with these guys on and off. Um, and actually, I played within that project on a couple of engagements. And uh, there was a lot of fun playing that open music in the moment. All what you just heard was in the moment. So whenever you get an opportunity, you want to check it out, go to Inner Route, I-N-N-E-R-R-O-U-T-E, Formation, F-O-U-R-M-A-T-I-O-N, Inner Route, Formation. The name of that piece was Running, Runners Can't Hide. Runners Can't Hide was the name of that piece. And I'm going to tell you, you're a runner. You don't want to hide. I trust you run right directly into that sound and that vibration. It may do something to you. Check him out. Now this. And you are listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music. Granted those three wishes Join some rich man's club Would it really Fix your life if you could Live on easy street When you get all that you Wished for, pray your soul To keep Find an open of that bottle And the genie Will advise Quick to jump into Asking food You'd better be wise starts to rise while your heart beats at full throttle planning that cash prize
that bestow riches tend to be so incomplete. The moral of the story seems so bittersweet. Oh, the genie is a sly one and he knows what turns you on. He's just looking for his freedom when you blink he's gone. As he leaves you in the dust with all the stuff you seem to need Why he wished and longed and pleaded did your soul recede? Oh, to stumble on that lamp what everybody wants to do Live a life on easy street Is that a swamp too? Could these riches in your life fix where you end? you cured? Is that lamp really the answer? Will you feel secure? We're back. Yeah, that was uh, Camilla Rapazzo singing from her latest, I think, 2018 release, Howling at the Moon. The name of that piece was Jenny in a Bottle. Jeannie in a Bottle. Did I say Jenny? I meant Jeannie. Jeannie in a Bottle. Uh, what I like about Camilla and what she's doing, and I remember, actually, I became hip to this young lady probably right after that Howling with the Moon CD or Howling at the Moon CD, was released uh, in 2018. It was a few months after that. You know, I go through, I'm looking for music, things of that nature. And uh, and there it was. I, she she kind of grabbed me. And as a matter of fact, there's, uh, there's, there's a lot of music on various commercial, not commercial, but um, social media sites, you know, like Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, things of that nature. So I listen to a lot of that, you know, these new artists, or artists, period. They may not necessarily be new in some regions. However, the first time you heard them, they're new to you at that point, or new to me when the first time I hear them. So this particular album, Howling at the Moon, and this artist, Camilla Rapazzo, kind of struck me in terms of her writing and her approach to music, you know, the direction that she goes into. And I found it very interesting. So I decided I was going to play uh, some music from her and I definitely will be playing more of her stuff uh, over some future episodes. So that was Camilla Rapazzo, Genie in a Bottle from her Howling at the Moon CD. You can actually look her up. In the 60s, you had a plethora of organ players from, from the 60s more than through, all the way through uh, to the probably late 70s, you heard about these organ players. I mean, they've been around even before the 60s. However, the organ became real prevalent uh, during the 50s and 60s. Uh, you had folks like Billy Preston, uh, Brian Auger, Jimmy McGriff, Jack McDuff, Gene Ludwig, Bill Doggett, Trudy Pitts, Billy Preston, Don Pullen, Freddie Roach, Shirley Scott, who played uh, quite a bit with Stanley Turrentine, actually. Uh, Reuben Wilson, Larry Young, 
Oh, my goodness. Larry Young was probably one of the most revered. Joe Zalino. However, during the course of these organ players, a lot of them have went on to the next plateau of whatever that may be for all of us that will be hitting the inevitable. Lonnie Smith, still here with us. Lonnie Smith. Lonnie Smith has um, uh, quite a few albums at this particular point of his career. And actually, uh, he's been through Blue Note. He's been sort of revamped, which is a groove because he definitely well deserves it. And so I have found some some uh, music of Lonnie Smith. Now he's known as Dr. Lonnie Smith. Uh, but during that particular time period, he was Lonnie Smith. A friend of mine, and not only did I find some music by him, however, a friend of mine sent me some music by him as well. And actually, before I, I don't, I'm going to play some more of the today's Lonnie Smith and future Dr. Lonnie Smith in future episodes. But right now, there's, because of this particular album that kind of hit me back in the 60s, and I have to tell you, it sort of brought back some real nostalgia for me. You know, it, it made me realize that there's, there's, there is the possibility that my future self is watching, my, is watching me right now through memories. Hmm. Your future self is watching you right now through memories. And it's interesting. <laughs> anyway, yeah, I'm going to play this off of his Move Your Hands album. This is an album that came out back in 1969, 1970, something of that nature. And uh, when I was listening to it, a couple of my friends were playing on it. Now, I didn't realize it until I started hearing them playing and soloing. And then it dawned on me. I know who that is and come to find out when the DJ came on and announced who was playing with Lonnie Smith at that point, which is now known as Dr. Lonnie Smith. Uh, that's who it was. And of course, that's why I'm playing this particular piece. And, and uh, on this, you'll hear Lonnie Smith on organ, of course. You'll hear Rudy Jones playing tenor saxophone, Ronnie Cuber playing baritone saxophone, and two of my very best friends, Larry McGee playing guitar, and Sylvester Gaucher playing drums. And the name of the piece off of the Move Your Hands album from Lonnie Smith, Dancing is Dancing in an Easy Groove. The name of the piece, Dancing and in Easy Groove, Dr. Lonnie Smith. <laughs> Thank <laughs> you. 
Lonnie Smith dancing in an easy groove off of the Move Your Hands album, which was an album that was released in six, 1969. And it was a live album, actually. It was, and it was uh, recorded in Atlantic City, New Jersey. Uh, so, I, And it was recorded on Blue Note as well. And now he's back with Blue Note. And it's such a groove to, to, to uh, know that that's what's happening for him. And, and he's just, he's touring and just doing the thing that he does. I always enjoyed him and I look forward to playing more of his music on, in future episodes. Now this. 60% of the Sudan's population is under the age of 30. Now check it out, 60% of the Sudan's population is under the age of 30. And there's obviously a revolution going on right there, right, going on there, as even as we're broadcasting here. And basically, the, Sudan, the Sudanese women, young women, are on the forefront of this particular revolution. Also, the musicians are also part of it. I have a, I'm going to play a PRI, The World Report, which uh, by Carol Hills, that's going to explain what is actually going on. And this is featuring, actually, a young lady by the name of Islam Albieti, who is a jazz bassist. She plays electric bass, and she's uh, definitely one of the young ladies on the forefront of this whole transference of um, attitude with the Sudanese government. So I just want you to check it out and, uh, you know, let, tell me what you think. It all started with the cost of bread. Since mid-December, Sudan has been rocked by protests. The price hike on bread morphed into a wider revolt against the rule of the president of Sudan, Omar al-Bashir came to power almost 30 years ago in a military coup, and over time, opposition to him has grown in many parts of Sudanese society. Today, for example, demonstrators were on the streets in the capital, Khartoum, and other parts of the country, all to honor the women who've been part of the uprising. They've been at the forefront of the protest movement there, as have young people. Musician Islam Albeiti checks both boxes. She's a 24-year-old jazz bassist in Khartoum and an arts activist. Here's Islam playing a Marvin Gaye cover with the Sudanese singer Nile. Rockets, moonshots, spend it all, half nuts. Money, we make it. Before we see it, you take it. You've got quite a groove there. Um, you describe yourself as an arts activist. How are you using your music and your role as a musician as part of these protests? Here in Sudan, for example, when I started playing, it was one of those things that you're just not allowed to do as a woman. You know, what I really try to, to always bring up is I think my role as a female bass player is that I want to empower more women to play music. Because I think that having a bigger community of female musicians could really pave the way for a lot of people. So when I play live music, I'm on stage, I'm not just playing for me or with my band, but I'm, I'm playing hoping that, you know, there's this young girl that's sitting there that's afraid to just go up on stage and play. And I want her to feel like it is okay and she can do it. 
and with with the revolution i mean we're trying to make music we're trying to try to at least get the world to know what's happening in here get people to know that we're all together in this it's not just protests by certain people but everyone it's it's inclusive for for everyone in in sudan i mean anywhere in the world not many women choose to play the bass how did you come to the bass and what challenges have you faced as a bassist first issue is of course what are you doing? This is not a, an instrument for a woman. Go play something feminine. I've had this comment so many times. Go play the violin or the piano. And I'm like, guys, music doesn't know gender. You know, um, just because the bass is heavier, has thicker strings, doesn't mean I'm not supposed to be playing it. So it was that. And then it became one of my biggest challenges. Like, you know what? I need to be really damn good at what I do to a point where when someone listens, they're not like, this is a woman playing or this is a guy playing. They're like, oh, this is a musician, you know. This is a really good bass player that's that's playing out there. I think one of the things that has really sparked up in this revolution is that women are front, left, and center of the revolution. It's not like how it used to be. When the revolution first started or when people started protesting, they were like, women should stay at home. But we're like, no, you know, women are out, they're protesting. I mean, I don't think as a musician I can harm anyone in the world. That's completely opposite of what we want to do. But if it means that we need to get our voices together and make music to portray how we feel and what we want, then we do what we have to do, you know, to get to get everyone to understand the importance of this uprising, the importance of being united and the importance of supporting each other and not thinking of all these things society and culture has, you know, shoved up our throats, like women belong here, women belong there, men this, women that, you know, it's different now. It's This is not what you sense mm. in the air in general. I'm speaking with Islam el Beiti, a Sudanese bass player and an arts activist in Khartoum. Islam, you also host a jazz show each Saturday on a radio station in Khartoum. From classic to African to fusion jazz, every Saturday from 6 p.m. with Islam, exclusively on Capital 19.6 FM. What are you trying to offer, Islam, in your program to your listeners? Oh, first of all, I love my show so much. I'm a huge jazz fan. Like, these two hours where I'm completely 100% in my in my zone, aside from when I'm playing music. So through this show, I, I try to showcase the importance of jazz because jazz means freedom of expression. Jazz means, you know, intercultural dialogue. And that's really the main point behind my show, aside from playing really, really good music. And I think with music, especially jazz, there's so much you can relate to to your own personal story because there's no words. It's mainly just improv. And a lot of times you can really feel, I mean, I would love to just sit and talk about, for example, John Coltrane's A Love Supreme. This album, I think... I'd listen to that is, show. <laughs> oh my goodness. A Love Supreme. I think when I played, I had an episode where I played A Love Supreme and I was just all over the place. And then because if you read about the album, it is a spiritual journey, yeah, you know? Exactly. And this is what jazz jazz is. It's it's being able to speak to whomever. And this is why, actually, I just love my show mm. so much. It's amazing. <laughs> play music that runs the gamut from John Coltrane and Miles Davis to like Mohamed Wardi and you know Mulatu Astatke from Ethiopia that I mean it must be a really global jazz show. Oh, I do generic jazz episodes like about Ethiopian jazz. I do specific episodes where I highlight an entire artist. 
their life history, their career, what they've done. And I try to play some things from all their albums. Like I featured Richard Bona. Richard Bona, Sandra. great bass player from Cameroon. Oh my goodness, yes, yes. <laughs> Let me bring yeah. the conversation back to the protests. I understand that the late Sudanese singer Mahmoud Abdulaziz is inspiring a lot of the protesters. Who was he and what does he represent to the people in the street? Mahmoud, he, he represents us. He represents everyone. He is that one, you know, vocalist and musician who was always so committed and so consistent to his beliefs, to his music, to the people. He defied all the rules, all these oppressive rules made by the government. You know, if they say a party should end at 11, he will continue to sing until 12. He got arrested, he will come out tomorrow and he'll make music. And he was one of the very few musicians who actually went and played all over Sudan. He was very popular in South Sudan. You know, he really spoke to all different sectors in society, like from the blue collar, you know, he was just not, he was not mainstream. And this is why his music relates to everyone. Islam el is a 24-year-old Sudanese-based player and arts activist, and seriously into jazz, as you heard. She also has a jazz radio show in Khartoum. Thanks a lot. Thank you. And that's our show today. The world comes to you from the Nan and Bill Harris studios at WGBH here in Boston. We'll be back with you tomorrow. Music has always been used in some form or fashion in every process and step of any revolution or um, civil rights movements, anything that's going to bring people together inclusively. And it goes beyond just the music, the thing that we understand is music itself. It actually gets into the soul of sound and vibration. Because no matter what the case is, is it really about the words or is it about how it sounds? That penetrates and that motivates. So I'm very much into what uh, Islam Albieti is uh, Albieti is doing there in the Sudan with those that are also making the most the movement happen. I think the more folks get into understanding that we are all inclusive, and that it's music and sound and vibration that brings us all together, then the more we start to understand, none of us are getting off this planet without going through the inevitable. Now this. And you are listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music. Back when Eisenhower was the president, golf courses is where most of his time was spent. So I never really listened to what the president said because in general, I believed that the general was politically dead. 
but he always seemed to know when the muscles were about to be flexed. Because I remember him saying something, mumbling something about a military industrial complex. Americans no longer fight to keep their shores safe, just to keep the jobs going in the arms making workplace. And then they pretend to be gripped by some sort of political reflex. But all they're doing is paying dues to the military industrial complex. Military and the monetary. Military and the monetary. Military and the monetary. The military and the monetary get together whenever they think it's necessary. They turn our brothers and sisters into mercenaries. They are turning the planet into a cemetery. The military and the monetary use the media as intermediaries. They are determined to keep the citizens secondary. They make so many decisions that are arbitrary. We're marching behind the commander-in-chief who was standing under a spotlight shaking like a leaf. But the ship of state had landed on an economic reef, so we knew he was going to bring us messages of grief. The military and the monetary were shielded by January and went storming into February. Brought us pot-bellied generals as luminaries. Two weeks ago I hadn't heard the sumbitch, now all of a sudden he's legendary. They took the honor from the honorary, they took the dignity from the dignitaries, they took the secrets from the secretary, but they left the bitch an obituary. The military and the monetary from thousands of miles away in a Saudi Arabian sanctuary had us all scrambling for our dictionaries because we couldn't understand the fucking vocabulary. Yeah, there were some smart bombs, but there were some dumb ones as well. Scared the hell out of CNN in that Baghdad hotel. The military and the monetary, they get together whenever they think it's necessary. War in the desert sometimes sure is scary, but they beamed out the war to all their subsidiaries, tried to make it so damn insane a worthy adversary, keeping the citizens secondary, scaring old folks into coronaries. The military and the monetary from thousands of miles in the Saudi Arabian sanctuary kept us all wondering if all of this was really truly necessary. We've got to work for peace. Peace ain't coming this way. If we only work for peace, if everyone believed in peace the way they say they do, we'd, we'd have peace. The only thing wrong with peace is that you can't make no money from it. The military and the monetary, they get together whenever they think it's necessary. They've turned our brothers and sisters into mercenaries. They are turning the planet into a cemetery. We got to work for peace. Peace ain't coming this way. We should not allow ourselves to be misled by talk of entering a time of peace. Peace is not the absence of war, it is the absence of the rumors of war and the threats of war and the preparation for war. Peace is not the absence of war, it is the time when we will all bring ourselves closer to each other, closer to building a structure that is unique within ourselves because we have finally come to peace within ourselves. Military and the monetary. Military and the monetary. Military and the monetary. Get together whenever they think it's necessary. They have turned our brothers and sisters into mercenaries. They are turning parts of the planet into a cemetery. What you gonna do? Military and the monetary. Military and the monetary. What you gonna do? We hounded the Ayatollah religiously, bombed Libya, and killed Gaddafi's son hideously. 
We turned our back on our allies, the Panamanians, and saw Ali North selling guns to the Iranians. Watch Gorbachev slaughtering the Lithuanians. We better warn the Amish, they may bomb the Pennsylvanians. The military, the monetary. Get together whenever they think it's necessary. They have turned our brothers and sisters into mercenaries. They are turning the planet into a cemetery. They got folks out there working for war. Two, three, four. Make a whole lot of money, start a little trouble, it's war. Turn this planet in the north and south, it's war. Start a few rumors over there, make money with a war. Say it to yourself. I believe we got the work for peace. Peace ain't gonna be free. We got the work for peace. You believe in peace? Gotta go to work. They got folks out there working for war. Start a little trouble over here. What you got is war. Turn these folks in the north and south. direction within spoken word Gil Scott Heron the name of that piece was work for peace the name of that piece was work for peace and that's off of his message to the messenger album and uh, Gil Scott no matter what the case is no matter what anyone would ever think about him his messages were always, always on point, always. What you just heard could be 
brought to the actuality of what's actually going on during this particular time period within our governmental structure. Now, I'm not saying it's bad or good. I'm not saying it's wrong or right. I'm not here to judge it one way or the other. That's not what it's about for me. What it's about is keep your eyes open and stay woke. That's what it's about. So we're going to continue on with a Freddie Hubbard composition entitled Super Blue off of his Super Blue record album. My brother, Freddie Hubbard, Super Blue.
Oh, yes, Freddie Hubbard. Freddie Hubbard, super blue. And I'm getting ready to say good night, good day, good afternoon, good morning, whatever time you're listening to this show. Because of my Sullivan heritage, I must pay homage to St. Patrick's Day. Or is it St. Patrick's Day? And so I have Jackie Wilson that will do sing a song entitled Danny Boy. Check it out.
okay, okay, all right. I get it. I got it. I get it. That was the way I would sound, I guess. I happen to have an Irish accent. You know, my last name is Sullivan. So that being the case, I am of the Sullivan clan. That's my accent. <laughs> it is the Sullivan and I. <laughs> anyway, uh, that was Jackie Wilson singing Danny Boy. And that's my homage to St. Patrick's Day, to the land of Ireland, to the land of Ireland. And um, anybody that gets offended by that, please don't don't get offended. But however you do, you can email me at Christopher Dean Sullivan at Gmail. That's Christopher Dean, D-E-A-N, Christopher Dean Sullivan at gmail.com. And you can send me an MP3 of making fun of how I speak. That's fine. I'll put it on the air. Or you can correct me. That's fine. <laughs> I'm always here to learn. Anyway. It's time for me to say good night, good day, good morning, whatever time you're looking at and listening to this particular episode. I appreciate you tuning in. Before I go, I just want to uh, let you know that on the 27th of this month, of the 27th of March, the Jazz Workshop is continuing its family night community concerts at the Carnegie Library of Pittsburgh, 7101. Hamilton Avenue. It's the Homewood branch. And it's from 5.30 till 7 o'clock. And they're featuring keyboardist, pianist Kevin Howard will be there with his ensemble. Uh, so you get an opportunity going by. It's free to the public. 5.30 to 7 o'clock p.m. on Wednesday, March 27th. You get an opportunity going by and uh, support. Yes. All right. So I have to say good day and I have to sign off. And again, thank you for listening to this episode. Uh, you have any suggestions, any comments, especially on the PRI report on uh, what's happening there in the Sudan. Uh, you can always email me and uh, we can uh, discuss that. And I'll put our discussion on on the air on the next episode, without a doubt. I want to also let you know that uh, I'm on nine platforms. CBS plat uh, Paradigm is on nine platforms. It's on Anchor. It's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Overcast, Pocketcast, Radio Public, and Stitcher. So any of those platforms, and you're probably listening to it on one of those platforms now. However, you happen to talk about it. You want to send this out to your friends, you can let them know uh, that as well. And actually, as you can see when you're on this particular platform, that it tells you nine platforms. You can click on that particular link and and uh, you can let your friends know. All right. So thanks again for tuning in. Your support is definitely well appreciated in every type of way. And so until next time, I say good night and I'm going to say peace. And also just keep in mind that the natural is the realization of appreciation that is gifted by the grace of one's conviction. Once recognized and accepted within, the actual beauty engulfs the outward appearance which accentuates the glorified celebration that enhances the silence of existence to be heard clearly. Take care.
Peace. And you are listening to CDS Paradigm. The only genre is music. Yeah.